Perfectly Whole podcast inspires and encourages women of faith, women like you. And we don't do long intros, so let's get to it. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. I hope that your day and your week is off to a good start. I hope that you're in the holiday spirit, but you know what? If the holidays ain't your thing, or maybe if you don't celebrate, that's all right too. I just hope that you're in general in good spirits. Um, And I'm praying for you if you aren't. I, y'all, I went to the gym this morning. (laughs) Look, we jumping right in. I went to the gym this morning and I was praying on my way. And when I got to the gym, I parked and the Holy Spirit was like, just ride this out. You know, I sit here and pray like I had absolutely no desire and not because I didn't want to work out, but I had no desire to leave the prayer and to leave God's presence. Now, mind you, God's presence is always with us, but there are times when we feel it and it really just just close you and 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 overtakes you and just comforts you right kind of like a garment or like a coat would right so i'm feeling it and i don't i don't want to leave this moment and i'm i'm having this very intimate conversation with the lord and i'm talking and i'm praying and it went from me praying about myself and my own situation to me praying for my family and my kids and my friends. And then I just went into a full-blown intercession for like anyone and everyone I could think of. And sometimes this happens and I don't shy away from it. I just go ahead and anyone who comes to mind, I will pray for. And guess what? I thought about you, sis. I thought about you, sir. I thought about the listeners of this podcast and I asked God to, you know, really help me with the direction and the content and the messages and to give me vision for where this podcast needs to go in 2024. Yes, I was praying for you and I hope, you know, that if things are not going in your favor, I hope that you find the faith and the hope and the fortitude to persevere, to stick it out, to trust God, to know that this is just a season, this is just a chapter, this is just a moment. It's temporary and things won't always be this way. Definitely praying for your strength and for your peace during this time, especially those who have lost loved ones. I lost a loved one during this time last year, my dad, um, and I haven't been hit with overwhelming emotion, I've, I've, I'm thankful for the way in which I grieved, and I, I, I tread lightly with that because grief, is, grief is fleeting. You know, tomorrow I might have a completely different take on this, but um, my dad was suffering for quite some time from dementia, and Alzheimer's. Yes, I miss him. Yes, I love him dearly and i think about him often and he appears in my dreams often he was just in my dreams this week i was like dad what are we doing what's going on what's what's, what's happening <laughs> um but i'm just i'm glad that he's he's no longer hurting um and so sometimes when i do think about that the this being the season that he passed i just remember you know that he he is in a better place as cliche as that sounds but i know that that's not everybody's experience and i know that that may not always be my experience you know i don't know at any given moment when grief is going to rush up on me um but what i do know is that no matter how fleeting 
grief is and how hard grief is and how fleeting any emotion is, the one thing that doesn't change is God and Jesus and his love for us and his comfort and the joy and the peace that he brings so when I know, when I know like, okay, I'm struggling or I'm going to be struggling or this thing is, you know, it, it could catch me off guard. It absolutely can. But I know at any given time I have God, which means that I have help, a very present help. But anyways, let me get back on topic, sis. You real chatty Kathy today. So anyways, I'm sitting here at the gym. <laughs> Bring it back, bring it back. I'm sitting at the gym, I'm praying, I'm going in. And while I'm praying, I'm like getting to the point where I'm about to wrap it up. My tire pressure light goes off. And I'm like, oh, you know, I was about to go into the gym and I didn't want to go into the gym and my tire go flat while I was in there. So I'm like, well, I need to take care of this. And the good thing is, I, you know, I was at the gym pretty early this morning. It was like 7, 7.30. And so well before I, I needed to be at work. And so I had some time. So I was like, well, I'm going to go get some air. So it's funny because my spirit was like, I knew exactly the place I needed to go. I'm like, go to this gas station on this street. They got free air too. So, you know, that's always a motivator. But it's a little further away. So I was like, mm, if it's really, you know, going flat, I'm going to just go where it's closer. But in my spirit, I was like, I should go to the free one. But I was like, nope, I'm going to go to the one that's closer. So I stop at the closest gas station. I end up paying twice because the machine wasn't working right. And it came on and I went to put air in my tire and it seemed like it was going down. I was like, what is this? So I'm like, okay, this is a scam. <laughs> so I left from there and I went a little bit further to another gas station, but not the free one. I went there, I paid, tried to get air. This machine didn't even come on, y'all. So I was like, all right, now, Holy Spirit, me and you was just chopping it up. <laughs> Why you got me out here looking like this? <laughs> it's cold. It's 16 degrees, according to my dashboard. And so the Holy Spirit was like, I told you where to go from jump. You were sitting in the car, the light came on. You was able to, you know, be aware that this that the, there was something going on with your tire, which is why you even felt the need to continue praying and not go into the gym in the first place. So I didn't already lined everything up the way it needed to be. And when you realized that the tire was flat, you immediately thought of the gas station with the free air. Why did you veer from that? And I was like, all right, okay, okay, I hear you. So I go, right, and I'm thinking, like, it's funny, because sometimes I feel like I can be, I will challenge God. Like, all right, let's see, then. Is this really you? Is you talk? Is this you talking, or is this me talking? You know, I don't, I have a um, comfortable, if you will, relationship with God where I feel comfortable doing that, right? So I'm like, all right, God, let's see what you're talking about then. So I pull up to the gas station that I originally thought of, and it was a dumpster trunk truck blocking the air, the little air place or whatever, the little spot. And he was fighting, y'all. I sat and I parked, not right behind him, but like in the parking spot at the gas station and was watching. And this man fought like tooth and nail with this trash can, trying to get it to align with the little receiver hooks or whatever, the forklift, so that he could dump 
the dumpster like he dumped the trash or whatever so i'm sitting here thinking like all right now if i sit here watching this man fiddle with this thing and then i can't get this air i'm a man god man you're gonna have a problem because i'm trying to figure out what's good <laughs> and 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 it's funny because yes this is like seemingly a minuscule thing right but this is what god wants this is what God wants for us. And this is what God wants of us is to be connected with him in this way and to be close and feel close to him that we can call on him in the simplest of moments and know that he's there. And he has an amazing sense of humor. So get to know him, sis. <laughs> but anyway, so I sit here and I watch this man fight with the trash can. He eventually gets it and he leaves. So I pull up to the gas thing and y'all, why did it go perfectly? Perfectly. I put the money, I paid the money. No, I didn't pay the money because it was free. I, I turned on the machine. I you know, adjusted the numbers to the air pressure, put the air in my tire and it went so smooth. I'm like, well, shoot, you know, I'm going to put some air in all the other tires. <laughs> and I don't even like doing this stuff. Like the girly girly me and it's 16 degrees. I don't want to be out here doing this. But it went so well that I was like, I'm here now. You know, I might as well do it. So I went ahead and put the air in all the other tires too, honey. And got in the car. The little light had went off. And I know it's, it's I know it's, it's some of y'all out here probably cracking up at me because of how simple this whole situation is. But it is a reminder that God cares about the little things in your life. But you do have to be willing to trust him and to listen for that still small voice and to know that it's him. Uh, and now if he was telling me to go, you know, do something wrong to get this air, then, yeah, I'd be like, OK, yeah, that ain't God. <laughs> but I was talking with God when the whole situation went down. So why would I think that he wouldn't? commune with me about that or give me guidance in that which was like a nice little faith builder for the thing the bigger things he's asking of me in this season and it was a nice little precursor to like look let me show you what you need to do in this next season trust me let me tell you let me show you what you need to do in this next season look for me and listen to me keep me close honey be in constant conversation with me because i'm going to direct your path there's a scripture that says, you know, God is a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our, our path. Proverbs 3 and 6 says, in all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct that path. Why would I think that me, my car and me sitting in my car and, and anything related to, you know, transportation and, and my car and, and my safety and, and anything. If he says all, then he means all. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And what's funny is it was free. So I went out of my way and ended up having to pay. I ended up paying twice at one place and once at another place. So I ended up paying $6. Okay. It was $2. Five. When had I listened the first time, I would have been able to do what I needed to do for free. Free 99. And I would have saved probably 20, 25 minutes or however long it took me to make the first two stops. And I would have been warmer, okay? Because it was cold out there. <laughs> this is not even what I got on here to tell y'all. But this is, you know, what dropped in my spirit. So anyways, um, I hope that little story has encouraged you to acknowledge God. Acknowledge him in all your ways. 
and allow him to direct your path. He will. Trust that he will. Now, sis, if we made it this far in the episode together, we friends now. Subscribe to the podcast and don't gatekeep the goodness. We got to reach more women like us. So don't be afraid to share and review the podcast. I want to know what you really think. Okay, back to the episode. All right. But what I got on here to say, though, was that it has to be you. It has to be you. You're probably wondering, what you talking about, Adrian? <laughs> what has to be me? What, what, can you give us some context before you just start throwing out mantras? <laughs> well, here's your context. There is something that God has placed in your heart. God has revealed to you. God has shown to you. God has gifted you with. God has graced you for. And you know what that thing is. You know exactly what that thing is. And and for some of you, that thing is scary because you feel like maybe you're not worthy of it or maybe it's too big. Maybe the dream is just entirely like what? Like I thought I thought I wanted to do that back when I was 10 and I thought we really, we could really all be what we wanted to be, but then life happened and I was like, "Oh yeah, nah." That thing is something you think about on a regular basis. Something it's a default for you. When you're frustrated with work, you're like, "Man, if only." I wish, you know, my life could have looked this way. Or, you know, I, if if I had all the money in the world and I, you know, I could focus on what I really enjoy doing, I would do this. But, honey, you know, bills, kids, spouses, husbands, wives, responsibilities, injuries. Come on now. How many things have stopped us? from pursuing what God placed deep down within us, something we couldn't get rid of if we tried. This thing, we see other people doing it and we light up immediately because we're like, wow, what would it be like if that were me? What would it be like if I could accomplish that? You know exactly what I'm talking about. And here's the thing, this is why it has to be you. Because you are so unique and not just because everybody in the world is different and everybody's unique and everybody is special. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. That's not even where I'm going. Yes, that's true. But when I say you're unique is that your sphere of influence, right? The people who you engage with and you see, the people in your family, the people who raised you, the people who've poured into you, the people who doubted you, the people who are envious of you, the people watching you, the trolls, the friends and the frenemies are all yours and no one else's. We could sit down and count up and and write down each and every one of these people making a list and then do the same thing for a different person. And the list is different. And who that list reaches is different. And guess what? Those specific people have situations 
that are specifically aligned with what's inside of you. They need what you have to have hope, to be able to now do the same thing for themselves. But they they need to see you do it. Anyone and everyone else in their life, life could do it, may have done it. But when they see you do it, that's the game changer. Because they know you, because they've seen you, because they've been impacted by you, because they believed in you, because they doubted you, whatever the reason may be, because they birthed you. Oh, come on now. How many of us are are encouraging our parents to step outside of their comfort zones? Because they are your sister and they were raised with you. They know what you went through. They know your story. They know things that no one else in this world knows about you. That's why it has to be you. Because they see and know your story in a very unique way. And so when they see you step out on faith and trust God, and they see God show up for you, it is going to spark a level of faith in them that nothing and no one else can because they know, because they suspect, because they see, because they're connected to you. That's why it has to be you. And so I'm going to give this this um, little story <laughs> and then I'm going to get out of here because I can't believe I'm already coming up on 30 minutes. I thought this was going to be like a little 10 minute, you know, real quick. Let me drop this and go. But Anywho, <laughs> um, I went to an event at my church. We hosted like a women's, um, what is it? Like a long table event. It was basically like a, a brunch discussion where the older women answered questions from the younger women um, as a wisdom exchange, if you will, right? Um, as a get to know you, right? There's so many stories untold, especially from older generations of people who've been taught to to just push through and be quiet. And they were quiet for their safety, right? And they they still, to this day, are quiet. You could ask them a detail about their childhood. Either they don't know or they won't tell you. Or it is so painful to discuss that they they couldn't even get it out or wouldn't know how to get it out if they tried. So you have these these two generations, and I say two, but you know it was multiple generations of women. But thinking of just you know younger women, older women coming together to get to know each other and to learn more about each other and to encourage each other. When I say this is my kind of event, y'all. This is my kind of event. Like I was on fire. They gave us a card that we could write a question on that was going to go into um, a bucket or a, a little hat. And, you know, they pull out the questions and ask them and they would all be anonymous. Why I turned, I tore my, my sheet up into like three parts. Mm-mm, I, don't, I need more than one question because I got questions for the older women. And my questions were all about getting to know them. I'm like, what's your relationship status is? How many times you've been married? Was you ever a single mom? Were you a single? How did you do it? <laughs> I need all the secrets. <laughs> I know they were so sick of me. I'm sure when, because um, the pastor was facilitating, I'm sure when she got to them little small ones, she probably was thinking, who who did this? Because you breaking rules. This is, you're, you've maxed out your amount of questions, Adrian. 
<laughs> but anyway, so we did the event and it was beautiful. Like, you know, we really, it really was just a forum for the older women to open up. And they did. I mean, in beautiful, intimate ways that um, out of respect, I wouldn't even reveal. You know, that it was a very safe space, confidential. It poured into my spirit. I'm sure it poured into um, a lot of the women's spirit who were there. But here's the the takeaway, not the takeaway, but a takeaway um, from that event. So afterwards, um, I'm, I'm barely new to this church. It hasn't even been a full year yet. Um, I am involved in a few ministries. I'm trying to get to know people. I'm trying to make friends and things. Um, but, you know, that's a slow uptake. Um, some relationships have bloomed a little more than others, but... Um, I'm still getting to know people and they're still getting to know me. So I don't have a, a lot of strong connections yet in the church. I have some growing ones. I will say that some friends I've made and all of that. So I'm not, I'm not like trying to say anything bad. Okay. This, I think it's a natural process and it just has to happen and flourish on its own. But I'm saying that to say afterwards, you know, I'm kind of to myself um, getting my kids, they were there, um, like in a different area. So I'm like gathering them up and they're like, Oh, you know, if you guys want to take any food, so I'm grabbing me a few little things to take home. Right. Food, a few little trays and, and, and plates and things like mostly fruit. Okay. Don't do that. <laughs> but I'm gathering up my stuff right to myself. And this girl comes up to me and she's like, I just want to, to say like I'm I'm so thankful for you. And I'm paraphrasing y'all cuz you know this was a couple of weeks ago now. But she was like I'm thankful for you. She was like thank you for coming. And I just want to say like and ask that you that you keep coming. And I was taken aback. I was like, "Oh, well thank you." You know, and I'm I'm probably looking perplexed. Um and she was like, "You know, you're I see you come a, a lot." And y'all, I'm I'm in the praise team, so I'm I'm very visible in terms of like being on the altar whenever I do sing. So she's like, you know, I see you coming and I see you participating, and I see you with your kids, and you're often by yourself. And she was like, and you look young. <laughs> I was like, I am young. You know, I got a little bit of age on me, but I'm young, sis. So I ended up telling her my age, and I realized we realized we was only one year apart. I'm like, girl, we the same age. What you talking about? Uh, but yeah, so she was like, you're young, you have kids, um, but you're single, and that just encourages me to keep coming. And she and she started opening up and sharing, you know, that, she, that her situation was similar. And I never, you know, like really noticed this this woman, um, talk to her or anything, right? had no idea that I was having this effect. And God very quietly said, it has to be you. This is why it has to be you. And kind of downloaded some of the things that I shared with y'all just now. Because here's the thing, in thinking about the praise team or some of the ministries that I'm a part of, I never considered that I was the only one who um, was single, you know, or not married, who had kids, who, um, wasn't like a child or, or like in high school or fresh out of high school, um, who was involved, right? 
I never put two and two together like, oh, I'm representation in a sense. And, you know, we think about representation in terms of race often, you know, you hear like, oh, we need to, you need to be able to see other black people everywhere <laughs> in the movies, in the ads, in the music, in this and that, right? Representation matters. Well, what about representation in, you know, daily life? At church, there's a woman my age striving, has a similar situation, but she doesn't see any other women who have a similar situation to her, which can make her feel isolated or alone or feel like, well, of course they can do it because it's easier for them. But what about, you know, somebody with a situation similar to mine? And God helped me to see, and she helped me to see that I was that for someone. And I wasn't, you know, even thinking about that. So that's why it has to be uses. That was just one small example, but I hope that it, it opens your eyes and encourages you um, to keep going, keep going and keep showing up for yourself because you're going to show up for others when you do. Show up for God and you'll show up for others. All right, that's it. I hope y'all have a great week and I hope you'll meet me here next time on Perfectly Whole.